You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright. The power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected. A place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so thrilled you could be with me. We have got a really, really terrific show, and it's all about feeling beautiful. It's a new book by Sarah Crowley, and it really is about being beautiful, full of beauty. And it has all sorts of tidbits for men and women to focus on the things they like about their body and forget about everything that you don't like about your body. Just stop concentrating on that. Shift your thinking. You know, this is what the law of attraction is all about. Monitoring your thoughts, catching yourself, and thinking the right way, which is things that will make you feel better about yourself, your body, and your life. So we want you to stop thinking about the negative things and really focus on thinking about positive things. And Sarah Crowley has a new book that's going to help you to do that, especially about feeling good about your body. And I know that every single one of you out there has thought about all the things you don't like about your body. But yet, how many times have you actually stopped and say, said to yourself, well, gee, I, I look pretty good. I, I'm pretty happy with my legs or my arms or my face or any part of the body. It's really important to start gravitating toward what is going right instead of what is wrong. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I want you to sit back, relax, have a cool beverage, and just listen to this fantastic commercial. And we'll be right back with Sarah Crowley about her book, Feeling Beauty Bull. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Come join us on Facebook for your daily dose of inspiration and action that reveals the secret within you. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. That's facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, 
better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Well, welcome, Sarah Crowley, to Love Attraction Talk Radio. I am so excited to talk to you about feeling beautiful. And there's a real significance to that title. So I'm, I'm delighted you're with me today. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I, I am too, because this f- title is really spectacular. First, you wrote the, the new book, Feeling Beautiful. Now, what made you decide to do that? What was the purpose of it? Well, in a nut, oh gosh, there, I feel like there were so many, there were so many circumstances that led to the writing of this book. Um, mainly, I was working, I had learned the, the fundamentals of the law of attraction um, so I, I knew how that worked for me in my life. And I knew that there were plenty of people who could benefit from having an understanding of the importance of feeling good in your life. Simple as that. So even if you didn't understand or want to understand the, the premise of, of the law of attraction, you know, it's kind of the goal was to, to have people recognize that feeling good is kind of the key to to having a happy life. It's, you know, it's as simple as that. And when you feel, I was a a personal, I am a personal stylist. Um, And so my job is to help people feel good about the way that they look. And, and that's where, um, that's where the idea of, well, I want people to feel beautiful, but what I really wanted was people to feel beautiful. They, I want them to feel full of beauty because when you feel good, you look good, inevitably. Um, you radiate natural beauty, which is what I explain in the book as being something that comes from having inner peace, basically. And it has nothing to do with your face and your hair and your makeup and your clothes. It has everything to do with how you feel. And so this book started from that intention of wanting to help people feel good and then feel good about how they look. Wow, that's great. I I love this. So, and that is what the law of attraction is about. We're shifting our energy on how we feel about us. And usually we concentrate on the inner, but we're not focusing on the outer. And that's what you're bringing all of that in. That the outer, we've got to realize that the outer is just as beautiful as the inside. 
Absolutely. And it's all about perception, in fact. So when you feel good about yourself, you are beautiful. Um, it doesn't actually matter what you actually physically look like. You, you will radiate beauty. You will, people will be drawn to you. Um, they will recognize that inner confidence that you exude and, and they will react to it positively. So yeah, it's, it's really less about how you actually physically look and more about how you feel and how you, you know, regard your, your you know, how you regard your own beauty. Um, it's, it's kind of hard to explain because you kind of have to separate the two and we're not, we're not accustomed to doing that. It's all about how you look or how you feel. But they're just like everything in the world, it's, it's completely connected. And you can't, you know, you can't have one without the other. And, the, and one is so much easier if you do have the other. If you can start from a premise of, I just want to feel good. I want to feel good about myself. I want to feel good about my life. I want to feel good about my relationships and my job and all of the, when you come from a place where you just feel good, then you're going to just exude natural beauty, like I said. Um, and, and that, you know, of course, pertains to both men and women, because I think that there's no doubt that this book has a slant to our, our you, know, you know, feminine side, but it works both ways, because it's, there's a lot of information that, is, that pertains to just people in general. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so you being a stylist... Uh -huh. You ran into a lot of people, no matter what they were wearing, which was fabulous, they still didn't get it. And so right. what did you do to encourage them? What did you, uh, how did they change? That's the secret here. <laughs> yeah, right. So many secrets. Well, you know, I think it's a work in process. I don't think everybody changes with one comment or one meeting or, you know, I'm, I personally am still a work in progress. These are things that I, you know, kind of think about and pay attention to personally on a daily basis. So I just try to instill that, this understanding with my clients that if you have something that you don't like about your body, don't pay so much attention to it. You know, we all, we all naturally just zone in. And again, I've worked in retail for 20 years before I, or my, I've, my adult life has been spent with women and clothing and men for that matter too. Um, so, and the last 10 years is when I went out, out on my own and, and, and started my own business as a personal stylist. But before then I worked at um, some you know, stores and I'd be in dressing rooms with women and they're looking at themselves in the mirror and they inevitably focus, they zero right in on what they don't like about themselves. Oh, but doesn't that make my stomach look big or doesn't, oh, but look at my, my butt or whatever the case may be. It's all so silly because we all have totally unique bodies and there's nothing we can do but embrace them because we're not all meant to be the same. Right. And just because you look at, you know, a fashion magazine or, or whatever the case may be and, and they show just one particular look, you know, that, that is really not what makes the world go round. And if you start paying attention to all the beauty in the world and the beautiful women in the world, specifically and men for that matter, um, they're all different shapes and sizes. You know, it's, it, it, that's a given. So yeah, I, I think I start with, um, 
trying to, t and, and, you know, definitely make mention of this, you have to focus on what you want instead of what you don't want, right? In life and in, with regards to the law of attraction, you want to draw that onto yourself with that which you want. So if you're always just looking at what you perceive as your fat stomach, then you're never going to notice like, oh, but look at my beautiful legs and look at my beautiful hair. So instead of looking at your stomach, why don't you just look at your hair or your legs? Or so as one passage in the book is called, um, your boobs look fantastic. <laughs> so you're saying just disregard them. You don't have to pay attention to them, but focus on the good things in your, that you do like about yourself. And there's always at least something. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't care if, if, if it's your nostril, you know, then good. Look at your nostril. Pay attention to that. Yeah, but really, that, that is what it comes down to. You can find something. You can find at least one thing um, on your body or that, that you can appreciate. And, and put your attention on appreciating what you like about yourself instead of focusing on what you don't like. As we all know, who, you know those of us who are a little bit more versed in the law of attraction, you know, what you focus on grows and, and what you resist persists. So if you're, you know, if you're focused on your stomach and you don't like it, you're not going to change it that way. But if you can start to turn your attention to something that you like and appreciate, um, then you can create change I, from, a, from a fundamental level instead of just trying so hard to, um, to work out and exercise and diet and, and do these things. It's like, if you actually just start to love and appreciate yourself, those things will actually feel good to do. You'll want to do them. They'll come naturally to you and it will be a little bit more effortless, which is the name of the game in my, in my opinion. So if you're a hundred pounds overweight, what you want to do is focus on perhaps your personality on how you relate to people or something that, because I notice a lot of people that are overweight have fantastic personalities. They are so funny and yeah. people just love to be around them. And so, or perhaps just, um, I mean, I can answer that question in so many different ways. And, and quite frankly, like, you know, I don't, you can get into, into trouble in so many ways with when you start focusing on other people and what they are, sh they should not do. It is such a, our society has to recognize that size and weight and appearance is personal. And, you know, what one person may perceive as somebody is overweight, that person might be just totally comfortable in their body and more power to them. But if you feel like you're overweight and you do have, you know, if, if, if that's something that you want to change about yourself, you know, absolutely personality is, is, is always, you know, a lovely thing to focus on if you like your personality. However, even when it comes to your body, I think no matter what the state it's in, you're going to be able to find something beautiful about yourself. It might not be your, it, it might not be your overall body, but my goodness, you can find something. Look at your eyes then. How about just focus on your eyes when you look in the mirror? Um, 
because I bet you would have beautiful eyes just staring back at you. I do. I do believe that's the case. Yeah. So, so you're saying not so much externally and personality would be externally. You're saying find something beautiful that you truly like about yourself. Yeah. Your eyes. It stems from there because this isn't about, um, losing weight or, uh, um, you know, stepping into society's standard of beauty. This is about learning how to love and appreciate yourself, period. End of story, no matter what. And when you do love and appreciate yourself, then things in your life will change for the better, I believe. Um, it's, it, that, that's the simple message. And, and the book, my, you know, the, what I write about has very little to do with, how, with looks. And appearance, quite frankly, um, it's much more um, it's much more focused on the inner because that is what matters. It's can about you, feeling. Can you give us an example of that? So you're not uh, focusing on the things you don't like, but you're talking about your book now, and what are the things that can help us by reading it? Well. I think that you know, the goal of this book is to help you learn to love and appreciate yourself, like I said. Um, and, I, the, you know, that's, that's what the entire book is devoted to. And to helping you understand how to use the laws of the universe to your benefit in that regard. Um, because when you start to kind of, when you make a commitment to make that kind of a change in your life, only, you know, only good will come out of it. And that's not to say that everything will forever be hunky-dory in your life um, because we all have ups and downs. Right. Um, but I do believe that when you can go back to, and this is just one, you know, my book would most likely be one of many. I mean, I'm utterly influenced and, and reference so many of my teachers throughout the course of, of this work. And um, I call it work because it was just a creative journey for me. I just wanted to, I actually wanted to be able to understand what I knew to be true so well that I could explain it to somebody else. That's really where this, my book stemmed from. I was like, okay, well then let's write a book. <laughs> this is a, I won't read the whole passage. However, all of the passages are pretty short and sweet. They're rarely more than a couple of pages long. I intended for the book to be a quick, easy read. Not everybody feels that way because if you're if you've never been exposed to the idea of the law of attraction, it takes some time to understand it. Um, but I do think it's it is meant to be reread. I was I was telling you earlier that I reference a lot of my teachers. I mean, the the side note of my book on the title page is one woman's interpretation of the teachings of Abraham, um, because Abraham has been my biggest influence in understanding how the universe works and how to you know, take my, my life down a path of feeling better and feeling good. And when I feel lousy, I can turn to different teachers that I have learned from and feel better. Um, and, but sometimes, so I just kind of took a lot of teachings from a lot of different people that influenced my life and, and, and interpreted it through my experience, which has been working with women and working with men. Um, and, you know, just personal experience. So there's a lot of uh, personal anecdotes throughout it too. So this is, for instance, from a passage called, My Mom is Not Afraid of Her Arms. Oh. Uh, 
it's hard to not read the whole thing now because otherwise you're not gonna it's not gonna make sense uh the title won't make sense but you'll have to read the book in order to 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 get it um but i say this i believe that we all want to feel beautiful to some extent everyone cares about how they look there's nothing wrong with that we live in these bodies 24 7. it would be difficult not to care about our appearance Fortunately, it's not about changing our appearance to reflect society's constrictive standard of beauty. Instead, we can change the way we feel about ourselves. When we change our perspective regarding our bodies and our beauty to reflect feeling good, we begin to transform our lives. This isn't about being superficial. This is about learning how to love and appreciate ourselves. So there's just wow. a little passage from one chapter. I like that. So, so, but tell us, how does it end with my mom liking her arms? How did she okay. like? How did she like her arms? What was? What did she tell herself? Oh, well, that's so funny. Okay, well, so the reason why I named it that is because my mom isn't afraid of her arms, and she is has never been afraid of her arms, and she's a, in her seventies, and she isn't a size six anymore, and she still isn't afraid to just, you know show her arms, wear a dress that is sleeveless. And I have worked with countless women. I mean, and I've mentioned this. I mean, I believe if you're over 45 and you're a woman and you live in the United States, then you hate your arms and suddenly you can only wear shirts with, you know, the down to the elbow. And I think that's silly because you know what? This is what I say. <laughs> to me and most of the world, your arms look beautiful. They're feminine. They are arms. There's nothing wrong with them. So, you know, that, that's just my humor coming through. But it's true. And, um, and I talk about the idea that, like, I've never been able to convince, you know, I, I've truth be told, I rarely convince somebody that they should just love and accept their arms. And so I've always appreciated the fact that my mom is not afraid of her arms and just goes around wearing uh, whatever the heck she wants because she looks beautiful, no doubt about it. And nobody looks at her and says, oh, my God, look at her arms. And if they do, why would you want to have anything to do with that person anyways? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think it's a reflection of how, and I'll, I'll put myself into that category, it's a reflection of how we used to look that's yeah. hard to adjust to our changing bodies as yes. we are growing older. And it's like, Okay, should I be disappointed that my arms are sagging or should I just forget about it and go on? You I know, say forget about it and go on. I have a, um, I have a passage entitled Pro-Living, um, <laughs> which is, let's see, where's Pro-Living? It's in step seven, which is laugh often. So this is seven steps to natural beauty to allowing natural beauty. Let's be specific because it is the title of my book. <laughs> um, so yeah, I have, I have a, a whole a little blurb called pro-living because I say in my mind, anti-aging equates to pro-dying young. <laughs> oh yeah. Right? Because we want to focus on what we want, not what we don't want. So when we say, or if we want, we, and we don't, what you resist persists, right? So if it's anti-aging, all you're focusing on is aging and anti. I'm not anti anything. I'm pro. So I'm going to always turn whatever somebody says, I'm anti-war. I'm pro-peace. You know, I'm always going to turn it around and make sure that I'm focused on what I want instead of what I don't want. Right. So I'm pro-living and I like the idea of aging gracefully as opposed to anti-aging. And yes, 
I'm, I'm 46. So like, I get it. Like I'm going through a lot of changes, but you know, we do go through changes as we age and as we grow and as we get older from 20 to 30, from 30 to 40, from 40 to 50, it never ends. And at a certain point, like, I kind of feel like there's a lot of women that I know that it's kind of split down the middle. You either get more comfortable with yourself as you get older or you get less. And guess what? That is a choice. You get to choose which path you're going to take. Do you want to get, do you want to be one of those women who just embraces getting older and aging and everything that comes with it? The gray hair and the saggy upper arms and all the beauty and wisdom that goes with age? Or do you want to just fight it and resist it and push against it? And it is inevitable and you're never going to win. So which sounds better? Personally, I'm going this way. Right, right. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going pro living age gracefully. I'm not, I'm not buying anti-aging. You know, um, <laughs> I know I live out in the desert and it just gets too hot. So I do go sleeveless during the summer. <laughs> Good for and you. And I go to the grocery store without any makeup. Nobody mm-hmm. knows who I am. So only the listeners know my voice. So I'm pretty safe. <laughs> right. It wouldn't matter. Anyways, I'm looking at you and you already told me you have no makeup on and you look absolutely beautiful. I said that from the get go. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So it's like, I'm not focusing on being beautiful. But then when I want to be beautiful, because I have an Avenger something, sure. I'll go all out and I'll have sleeves on. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. And I think it's because it just makes me feel more comfortable. And that is the key. Just saying. So that's what I would have, that's what I was just going to follow up with. It's all about feeling comfortable. You have to do what's right for you. You know, it doesn't make sense for you to go to an event in a sleeveless dress. If you're going to feel self-conscious the whole night, you will not be attracted. You will not be allowing natural beauty into your experience. If you're feeling self-conscious because you're not wearing the right dress. No way, man, you got to do what's right for you. But at a fundamental level, you got to have that shift or you have, I believe it feels better. It feels better to be like, well, you know what, when I'm running around town and I just want to be comfortable and and I'm going to wear, I'm going to be sleeveless. You know, you have to be okay with it, but don't get me wrong. I love getting dressed up and I love putting makeup on and doing hair. I can be as superficial as the, you know, as all get out, but I don't see it as being superficial. I just see it as having a, having a great time. It's just fun. Right. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't have to, I'm not tied into it. Like, Oh God forbid I go outside without any makeup on. Now I get it. A lot of women are. And if that's how, you know, I'm not here to judge The, the, you know, that's a big message of the book is no, I have a passage called no judges (laughs) because, but the truth is that we, um, we judge ourselves more than anyone else is judging us. Isn't that the truth? Oh my goodness, yes. Other yeah, people no don't care. They do not care. They don't care, but it's you. You're you the do. one. It's like, oh. Yeah. And the funny thing is, if you take it one step further, we're often thinking that other people are judging That's us right. when they're not. They're not even thinking about us. They're thinking about themselves. We're always just thinking about ourselves, really, when it comes down to it. Abraham totally teaches that. And if you pay attention, it's really true. <laughs> so I'm wondering if the people like me, who feel uncomfortable in 
you know, going and getting dressed up and wearing sleeveless. I wonder if it's because I have some judgment in me about others because Mm -hmm. I'm reflecting out and it's going to come back to me. So part, maybe that's part of the formula as well. Oh, without a doubt. You know, any spiritual teacher will tell you that we are a reflection, right? What you're giving is what you're getting. So if you're giving, if you are in thinking about somebody else in that regard or yourself, more importantly, quite frankly, if you're thinking, oh, my arms look awful and oh, don't her arms look awful. Well, guess what? That's what you're attracting into your life. You're attracting that right back at you. It's a reflection. So if you just started saying, you know what? I'm going to love and appreciate myself. And um, so what if my arms are not as perfect and toned as they were when I was 25, you know, not possible, not even, you know, like, why do we want that? Oh, I'm a popular girl. (laughs) So sorry. I don't know how to turn. I suppose I can maybe hopefully stop that from happening again. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's all a matter of perception. Like I said, it's how you perceive yourself, how you perceive others, law of attraction, It'll, it, it comes right back at you. What you're so, putting out is what you're getting back. So the moral of the story is pay attention to what you're thinking uh-huh. because it could be not only about you judging yourself, but you judging others. Oh, absolutely. So you've got to really be mindful. Yeah. Step one of my book of the seven, uh, Feel Beautiful, Seven Steps to Allowing Natural Beauty is think thoughts that feel good. It's the number one. First and foremost, you got to start with the thoughts that you're thinking and you have to make sure that you're not judging yourself harshly or others because really Mm -hmm. it's none of your business. (laughs) Who cares if she's, who cares if she's got flabby arms, if she doesn't, if it doesn't bother her. Yeah. God bless her. I I would probably go up to her and say, I want to be like you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I want to be like you. That's good. So how do you find people that have that feeling beautiful? How do you find them? Do you just start paying attention to people that just glow no matter what their age? Um, yeah, you know, I think you just kind of nailed it. And I think that I think that um, that's the people that I'm drawn to because that's the people that I want to surround myself with. Um, so I have a group of like really fantastic, beautiful friends, and um, that's how life works. You know, if you if 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 that's not how you are, um, and you're kind of focused on everything that's going wrong in your life, and you and you like to complain about everything that is going on in your life, and some people are like that. There's no doubt about it. Then that's probably the people that they're going to attract in their lives. Therefore, they're going to have more things to complain about and to feel lousy about. And unfortunately, it's really easy to kind of get, for a lot of people to get sucked into that kind of downward spiral. It's hard, it's hard to get out of. But it's not hard to get out of when you know that your thoughts are creating your reality. And so if you are not happy with your reality, then it's kind of up to you to change. I think a lot of people put it on everyone else and the conditions surrounding them. They want that to change to suit them. And so, yeah, another reason for writing the book. I I think it's a really good message for people to even just be exposed to that um, 
it's really up to you to change your circumstances if you're unhappy with your circumstances. And it is very, very possible. I do believe it's very possible to change your circumstances simply by changing the way you think. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's life in general. Yeah. Change the way you think. You know, I ha uh, have a very good friend, Dee Wallace, who was in the movie um, E.T. And at age 65, we went on a cruise. Was she the mom? Yeah. Oh. She goes, age 65. Oh my goodness, this lady. You couldn't tell she was, she was like 40, you know, mm -hmm. she was gorgeous gorgeous and it's like oh wow i did feel young with her when i was with her i sure. felt young energy so, is contagious like we, right. we 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 tap right into whoever we're hanging out with right so i think um i've got to find more people like d wallace and hang out with them so that i can feel i think that's that's a good point because energy if you're hanging out with people or a younger group of people, mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, no doubt about it. I love to be surrounded by, I have a, you know, in my group of friends, we, we range from, well, and I mean, I'd be willing to be friends with anyone, but like just coming up with like off the top of my head, like who are my closest friends? They range in age from 35 to 60. And we all hang out together. This is not like independent, separate groups of people that I see you because of that. And I see you. This is like my people, my community, who I hang out with, who I love. In fact, literally just threw a surprise birthday party for my friend, Deborah, who turns, is turning 60 on Wednesday. And we threw a party Saturday night and had a ball. Wow. Um, so anyways, you know, age is so irrelevant. Yes, it, it really, is. really is. But yes, surround yourself with people who uplift you. Um, it's as simple as that. I don't care how old they are or what they look like, or if they're fat or thin or old or poor or rich or this or that find, you know, find people who uplift you because that's what we need in, in our lives. That's so true. And Jack Canfield said that too, is if you want to be wealthy, hang out with the wealthy people. If you want to uh, feel beautiful, you hang out with the beautiful people. If you want to you know, be the best in your profession, hang out with people that are best in your profession. So it's, right. it is based on energy yeah. and because you're becoming more like them than not. So, and you're influencing them as well. Remember, you know, it works both ways. So you gotta, you know, you gotta, um, be mindful of that, I think, because what the energy that you're putting out matters. And I remember Wayne Dyer, I quote him in my book, and he said, you attract what you are, not what yeah. you want. And so you have to, even if you're faking it till you make it, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta walk the walk. You gotta, if you, if that's, if, if you're desire, wanting to reach that, you know, and, and desire whatever it may be, whether it's, uh, you know, wealth or, you know, physical beauty or this, that, or the other thing, it, none of it matters except for that you feel good. Because right. if you feel good, everything falls into place. Everything you want is right there for the taking. When the dominant part of you feels good, we don't feel good all the time. I, you know, like there's, I felt terrible on Friday. <laughs> That's right. We don't. I mean, we happen to be human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have to, but you know, as Abraham teaches out of that contrast comes desire. What, when you, when you are experiencing what you don't want, it defines what you do want. 
And so it's necessary. We have to experience contrast in our life. It is a part of being human. It sucks while you're in the middle of it. That's no fun. But if you can recognize it and kind of point out to yourself, hopefully that it's not there. You don't feel like that all the time. If you do feel like that all the time, it's even, you know, then lucky for you to maybe perhaps stumble upon some of these teachings where you can learn how to make a change in your life and feel better. Right. Because it's feeling, if you really feel, you know, if you struggle, then you have to focus on feeling relief because feeling good is never, you're not, you, you know, if you're in the midst of, of, and I have not experienced it, so I do not, I cannot speak to this, but I don't, I don't suffer from clinical depression and I can't even imagine. And I'm grateful that I'm healthy in that regard. But I'm just saying, if you're suffering, even if you're just depressed and you, and somebody comes along and is like, well, you just have to think good feeling thoughts. It's like, oh, please give me a break. So it, it, it's actually, and I explain this, uh, and I hope I do a good job of explaining that because it's not about always jumping to like, I feel shitty. I feel great. It's, I feel shitty. I just want to feel a little bit better. It's, a, it's, it's incremental feelings of relief that, that, um, that matter. And then relief, 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 relief. Eventually, you're actually going to rise right up that uh, you know vibrational scale of emotions that Abraham kind of lays out. And it's like you just go from one – it's baby steps. Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and having – I suffered from depression for 20 years. Okay. So, so I can identify that – you know, sometimes you have to give them a movie like The Secret uh-huh. <laughs> so that they can get jarred out of it going, wait a minute, that is me. What, what yeah. am I doing to myself? So something as simple as giving a movie yeah. can uplift it's just something. a person. It plants so, a seed at least. It right. plants a seed of like, oh, maybe I could feel better. Yeah. And just that feeling of maybe uh, that's hopefulness. And that, that is, that is a difference. That's a feeling of relief, even if it's just for a moment. Yeah. Depression is anger turned inward, but it's also feeling as if you're a victim. And that's why law of attraction stays away from becoming a victim and taking responsibility for yourself because then you're removing the victimist victimhood away from you and you're becoming powerful. Absolutely. That is the first step to changing your thoughts. My step six is take responsibility for your feelings. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So important. It's so important. It's actually why I leave it towards the end of the book, because I think if people hear it too early, they'll be like, um, I was just going to swear and I, I have a potty mouth, so I didn't. Um, (laughs) They'll be like, no, thank you. So I left it towards the latter part of the book so you could kind of get, you know, little doses of like, okay, this is where we're headed. But really what it comes down to is you're in charge of your feelings and nobody else is in charge of how you feel. So the whole idea of like, well, you did this to me. Well, you reacted to it. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, there, this is not just about how you look. This book is a lot more than that, but it all kind of does come back to, um, to natural beauty, which is what I am, what I'm talking about. And, it, it, you know, 
I, I like to bring it back to that because it's, it's just not about how you look. It's Good. all about how you feel. Good. Yeah. And so in order to feel beautiful, F-U-L-L, you've got to really change the way that you're thinking about yourself. And if you're not willing to do that, then you're going to be stuck. Yeah. And, you know, the law of attraction is about moving forward so you can create the life you live. You can create the body that you want to create the beauty. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no matter what age. Agreed right there with you. That's the, that's the idea. (laughs) That is so cool. Now, where can we find your book? Well, um, it's sold at uh, Balboa press com, which is a division of Hay House Publishing. And um, in addition, you can also get it at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Good, good. And can we go online and order it from Barnes & Noble? Yes. Yes, wow. you can. BarnesandNoble.com and Amazon. And um, I have a website, FeelBeautiful.com. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. And that will take you to the Bell Bro Press um, website if, if you choose to, to go that route. Um, so there's technically four different places where you can find, where you can access the book. So it's feel beauty full, F-U-L-L. Yep. And those are two separate words, right? I say three separate words, feel beauty full. Good, good. Because, yeah, I want pe- people to uh, actually get the full correct title so that they can go ahead. And it's not just about feeling confident about yourself. It's a law of attraction book. Absolutely. Yes. It's based, it's, it's my interpretation of the teachings of Abraham and many others. Like I said, I, I cite, um, Deepak Chopra, um, Wayne Dyer, Jill Bolte Taylor, Anita Morjani, by the way, I saw that she was on the cover of one of your magazines and I was so excited. Um, gosh, actually it's a little bit, um, BKS Iyengar. There's a, I, I have a lot of teachers that, I, that have really influenced my life. And I, oh, um, Don Miguel Ruiz. I love oh, the book. Yes. It's one of my all-time favorite books. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of, of other teachers within the pages of my book that I've heard um, some really nice things from other people who appreciate how I kind of summarized a lot of different, different teachings and, drew, and brought them all together. Um, which was part of the intention, just because that's my life. That's what has been my experience. And it's been, it's, it's fun for me. I'm, I'm, I'm on a good ride. <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. It sounds like it. And you are gorgeous. You are just uh, putting out all of this beauty energy. I love it. So I want to stress everybody go and get this book because you're going to learn how the law of attraction will change your thinking into becoming beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Thank you so much, Jules. Thank you, Sarah. I really love this. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.
Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.